Hey guys, I'm Jared, and today we're talking about what's new in board gaming as of September 24th, 2021. I'll be covering the latest news, announcements, most played games, hot new Kickstarters and crowdfunded games, and more related to board gaming for the past two weeks. At the end, I'll also be sharing what's going on behind the scenes with my YouTube channel, Meeple Mentor. So stick around, we've got a lot to cover. Leave me a like and comment on what kinds of updates that you want to hear more about. To make sure you don't miss any of my news updates, new video tutorials, and our podcast episodes, be sure to subscribe on YouTube and your preferred streaming platform. This week, each game I'll mention is found on Kickstarter. There's quite a bit. Up first is the game Unsurmountable, since the campaign ends tomorrow. It's a solo game for $10 about climbing a mountain through some card play puzzle solving. Create a pyramid that ends with a connected path from the top to the bottom. The game Three Tail just funded with a few weeks left in the campaign. It's a co-op adventure board game for one to three players. Travel from ancient times to a dystopian future to save the world. It plays in two hours for ages 14 and up and has hero boards to track stats, miniatures, dice, cubes, and lots more. The art looks well done and fantasy themed. Another fantasy kind of game is on Kickstarter called Altenor Secrets. It's all about tactical confrontation, competing against your friends in a tower of perpetual motion. There's a 1v1 mode and a 3-4 player mode. Navigate the game board effectively since it's composed of rings that spin and rotate around. There's miniatures and variable character powers. Though movement is a big component of the gameplay, it's not a dexterity game. For 3 to nine players, check out the social bluffing card game, Treasure Cats. It's a 15 minute card game that has simple rules and quick gameplay. Play until someone gets to five points. Each turn, play one card face up with the second face down to cover the points and abilities of a card or reveal them to activate those abilities. Whoever played the highest point treasure card after abilities trigger wins the point. If you're more of a dog lover, how about the new game called Dog Park? Collect and walk all your favorite dogs in this card-driven board game for one to four players. It plays in 40 to 80 minutes and features 221 unique dogs. Grow your reputation by taking the neighborhood dogs to the dog park, adding dogs to your kennel, giving treats, and playing fetch. Keep them happy on the walk and they'll reward you with victory points. From the team behind Calico and Cascadia, check out their new puzzly spatial board game, Verdant. Collect and care for house plants with strategic positioning and multi-layered patterns. Each game will have different in-game scoring goal cards to include to make hundreds of game setups. The best-selling graphic novel, The Stuff of Legend, is funding a cooperative board game of the same name. From the designer of Arkham Horror and Descent, three to six players take the role of the boy's loyal toys with unique abilities in search of the boy to rescue him from the dark before the boogeyman gets him. It's possible allegiances change and players could become traitors. It actually looks pretty epic. It's finally on Kickstarter, the Masters of the Universe board game Clash for Eternia. It's a competitive one versus many or fully co-op action-driven board game. Use unique abilities on the battlefield, upgrade skills, and win the fight for Eternia. Lots of miniatures here, as well as a Kickstarter exclusive set of marble dice. 
For me, I might be most excited for the Kickstarter going right now called Artisans of Splendent Vale by Renegade Games. It's a beautifully illustrated co-op adventure game set in a magical land of beauty, adventure, and magic. Explore Splendent Vale and hone your craft while completing challenges. These tactical action scenes play out on special grid maps found on the illustrated Spiral Bound book. There's tons of screen printed wooden meeples of different kinds and species. It's designed by Nikki Valens, who also created games like Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition. Funding fast is Quests and Cannons, The Risen Islands for 1-6 players. It's high fantasy on the high seas, thematic and strategic adventure game. Become heroic champions exploring the Risen Islands. Gather resources and complete quests, follow map clues, upgrade your ship, and battle rivals. It's for ages 14 and up and plays in 20 minutes per player. It features some very unique and functional player boards that need to be seen. Amball Tournament is a new strategy card game with simultaneous gameplay, having players going through each round's phases at the same time, including battle. No creatures, just cards and the players. If you like intensely strategic card games, definitely take a look at this. From the creators of Awkward Guests, check out their deduction card game Scandal O. Unravel the next big celebrity scandal as investigative journalists. Search the streets for info and use logic to discover the story. Japanime Games has a cool, fast, fun party game about eating sushi called Sushi Boat. It includes a fascinating wooden sushi boat board that actually slides sushi discs through it and out like a sushi bar. The game has funded, so I'm really hoping this gets a retail release given the unique nature of it. Check it out on Kickstarter now. If you love fluffy round animals, check out the new card game Cranky Chinchillas. It's a cute and mischievous game of secret alliances, betrayal, and destruction. It plays in about 45 minutes and is for four to six players. There's a new trick-taking game on Kickstarter called Bridge City Poker, where players try to get rid of their cards first. Additionally, the shrinking draw pile can end the round before a player does. It's for two to four players and plays in about 30 minutes. Lastly, just launched this week is Eastern Empires, a three to nine player civilization board game. Expand your populations, trade, and develop cultural advancements. There is conflict, but also lots of diplomacy, trading tactics, and strategic alliances. The game can also be combined with Western empires to form Mega Empires, an 18-player experience. Not a whole lot of good news to report today, unfortunately. Gen Con 2021 was this past week starting on the 16th. Crowds were packed, and from some pictures and visit reports, there was not a lot of social distancing going on at the doors to get inside the hall. Though vaccinations were required, attendees were never stopped or asked to show records before entering. Masks, however, were still enforced. Plenty of new games were announced regardless. If you were able to attend Gen Con, I'd love to hear in the comments what your favorite finds were. Board game publisher Pandasaurus Games was robbed of over 300 board games from one of their warehouses. Apparently, professional thieves broke in overnight and took 200 copies of the Kickstarter game The Loop and another 100 copies of the new Dinosaur World Kickstarter. The police have identified the thieves since they started listing them for sale on sites like eBay. The Kickstarter game funding right now called Tournament Fishing the Deck Building Game has come across a lot of controversy this past week. Whether intentionally or not, one of the images on their campaign of a frog doing a gesture with its hand has offended quite a few. The gesture has been known to be associated with white nationalists, fascists, and other hate groups, while the frog itself 
is reminiscent of the Pepe the Frog meme, also shared by hate groups. It may all be a coincidence, as the company issued a statement of apology that they didn't intend to offend anyone and don't tolerate or support racism. Due to the controversy, BGG has permanently locked out the company's CEO plus the game's designer from using the site. There's probably more to it, so stay tuned and get informed. Asmodee USA and Luna Imports have announced a series of price increases for a number of games, including from Atomic Mass and Fantasy Flight games. Transportation cost increases are cited as one of the reasons, as well as rising material costs and manufacturing costs. Games will see an increase of either $2, $10, or between 10 and 20%. Shipping problems are expected to continue to affect game publishers until at least early 2022. The designer of the Game of Life, Ruben Klamer, has passed away at age 99 on the 14th. He was inducted to Hasbro's Inventors Hall of Fame, as well as the Toy Industry Hall of Fame, and received a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Toy and Game International Excellence Awards in 2009. The Origins Game Fair coming up, held by the GAMA, annually gives out the Origin Awards to board games each year. However, due to staffing reductions from the pandemic, the organization announced they will not be giving out the Origins Awards at the fair. Instead, these will be delayed to the next fair in June 2022. This year's Hall of Fame inductees were announced. Uwe Rosenberg, Maureen Hiron, Bruno Cathala, Pokemon Trading Card Game, Carcassonne, and Elizabeth Hargrave. In other news, the Lost Ruins of Arnak board game won the prestigious German Game Prize Award called Deutsche Spielpreis. Selected journalists vote who wins gold, silver, and bronze each year, with Arnak taking the gold ahead of nine other board games nominated. Lastly, there's a new head of trade marketing over at Steamforged Games, publisher of Dark Souls board game, Resident Evil 2 and 3 board games, and Horizon Zero Dawn game. Ross Thompson has 12 years of industry experience, including managing popular licenses at The Op Games. Another game in the popular Azul series has been announced and will be coming later this year. It's called Azul Queen's Garden and has players placing hex tiles to beautify an outdoor space for a Portuguese queen. Not much right now is known about the game, as they've only been teasing it for now. It's likely to keep the same tile drafting basic mechanism found in its other three titles though. A family-friendly standalone sequel to Seven Wonders has been announced from Asmodee called Seven Wonders Architects. It features quicker gameplay and easier rules to expand its accessibility. It features new artwork and high-quality pieces. It's for two to seven players ages eight and up. A new Chronicles of Crime game is coming from Lucky Duck Games called Chronicles of Crime 2400. This one is a sci-fi, futuristic crime-solving game where players are cyber agents in a world where androids look just like humans. It has a very Blade Runner feel to the game, style, and art. Keyforge is getting a sixth starter set for two players called Keyforge Two-Player Starter Set Winds of Exchange. No date has been announced yet. Also from Lucky Duck Games, check out the new card-based cooperative mystery game series, Crime Zoom. The first two games are coming this October, called His Last Card and A Bird of Ill Omen. The cards will have an illustrated crime scene to solve, with clue cards to flip as well. They will play in about an hour and are easy to learn to play, suggested for ages 14 and up, and plays 1-6 to six people. Each title will retail for $15.
Dominion will be getting a new expansion in December called Dominion Allies. It's the 14th expansion in the popular deck building game. Get 400 new cards and 31 new Kingdom card piles with Allies. It's for 2-4 players and plays in 30 minutes. You'll need the base game, but the expansion will sell for $44.95. A new micro game from the Japanese studio Oink Games is coming called Scout. It's a remake of the original that came out in 2019. It's a 20-minute game about playing consecutive runs or matching sets in your hand. The order you arrange your cards cannot change after choosing it. It comes out next month. Another 80s movie is getting a board game. The Warriors come out to play. It's a fighting game based on the movie and will hit stores in early 2022. It's from Funko Games and will have a game board, 8 warriors, dice, gang tiles, location tiles, cards, and more. Expected to retail for $24.99. Star Trek has a card game coming out in February from WizKids called Star Trek Missions. It uses the same game engine as Fantasy Realms and is about building the highest scoring combination of cards as possible. It's for 3-6 to six players ages 14 and up and plays in a half hour. It will retail for $19.99. The Jurassic Park movies are getting a legacy game from Prospero Hall next summer. The game begins with the original movies and proceeds through to the recent Jurassic World sequels. The game is called Jurassic World Legacy, which is a non-final working title at the moment. The small game studio iGames has announced a worker placement game called Settlement, a midweight euro where players are leaders of settlers looking for new lands. Use artifacts to explore terrains, hunt monsters, construct buildings, and create outposts. Is for 1-4 to four players and plays in 45-90 to 90 minutes. It's expected to release at Essenspiel next month. From Lookout Games, check out Llama Land, a family-friendly llama farming game. Operate llama farms on the slopes of mountains and hills, gathering potatoes, corn, cacao, and more to get more llamas. It's for 2-4 to four players ages 10 and up and plays in 45 minutes. It's designed by Phil Walker-Harding and will retail for $39.99. The investigation game Detective by Ignacy Trezewizek is getting an expansion called Petty Officers. In this expansion, animal pets help the detective solve the new cases using unique abilities. The expansion will retail for $15 and will come out October 15th. Ares Games has an expansion coming next month as well, Black Rose Wars Inferno. The expansion lets players head into Dante's The Inferno, where players can use spells to evoke and use demons there against Lucifer. New tokens, miniatures, cards, and rooms are added in this expansion. It's for 2-4 players, ages 14 and up, and plays in 90 minutes. Next month comes a new cooperative card game from Skybound Games called Kim Joy's Magic Bakery. It's based on the Belgian-British baker who was a finalist on the Great British Bake Off TV show. In the magical forest, she opens a bakery and players need to help her feed the new customers. There's 10 scenarios to play through. It's for 2-5 to five players ages 8 and up with a scenario lasting 15-30 to 30 minutes. It will retail for $20. The video game series Far Cry is getting a board game next year called Far Cry Beyond. FunForge is collaborating with Ubisoft to create the tabletop version, though not much is known yet. They've teased the logo via Twitter. In January comes a cooperative game about decorating a house together, but also fulfilling secret goals. There's 30 scenarios to play through with different starting items, paint colors, and more, plus different kinds of families, roommates, couples, and more. It's for 2-4 to four players ages 13 and up, 
and plays in 30 to 45 minutes. Rio Grande Games announced a new area control game called Glory Islands coming this December. On the island of Tortuga in 1660, players are the rogues who port there and compete to determine which captain is the most feared. Use sailing cards to move your ships on the board to islands. Once full, the island scores glory to whoever has the most there. It's a game for two to four players and will retail for $44.95. Pegasus Spiel has a new strategy game coming in December called First Rat, about rats building a rocket to launch themselves to the cheese moon. It's for one to five players ages 10 and up and plays in 30 to 75 minutes. Expected retail cost is $39.99. For what's going on with the Meeple Mentor channel, this week I published a tutorial video for the base game of Ticket to Ride by Alan Moon. It's a fairly short teach, but a commonly requested game. It's the classic gateway game everyone points to, so having a video tutorial for those who might just pick it up on a recommendation could be very helpful. I also just did three new unboxing videos for new AEG games that were shown off and available at Gen Con. The Tiny Towns expansion Villagers, Whirling Witchcraft, and their card game simply known as Ten. I'm very excited to try them all out, they've each got a lot of buzz. Additionally, I received the Kickstarter to Philosophia Floating World, which I also filmed an unboxing for. The artwork and components in it are fantastic. This past week I attended a game conference in my area called That Board Game Thing and I was able to try out Floating World for the first time, which I really liked. It's a deck building game where you move your mini around Japan to search for hidden locations, build shrines and a pagoda, and collect wisdom cards. Other than the unique Japanese art on each card, the game has a cool mechanism for the start of each round. You, after you draw six cards, you pass them to the player next to you and they choose one to discard. From the remaining five, they separate it into two stacks and give it back. Players choose which hand to use that round from that. There's a lot of player interaction, including simultaneous gameplay. Also at the convention, I got to play a number of new games for the first time, including the heavy Euro game Coffee Traders. It was really good and had quite a bit of player interaction for a Euro. The teach can be difficult, but the gameplay decisions aren't too hard to play. When I get my copy, I'll show it off in an unboxing video. Jay had another takeaway video filmed and released. This time, he talked about the cool new bluffing card game Spicy and why it's the perfect game for any game group. Speaking of Jay, he and I interviewed the great Paul Solomon of Genius Games about his game's genotype and Honeybuzz. Listen in to that on our podcast, Mentor Minutes. In next week's episode, we discuss our top 10 board game picks that have multiple game boards. We're talking main game boards, not player boards, though it could also have player boards. Be thinking about it and be sure to check back Tuesday and leave your comments and picks on the video. I'd love to hear what you think. Thanks for tuning in to today's news update. I appreciate your support. And remember, teach when you can, but always be learning. See you next time.